Hey folks, Theo here. Bit of a disclaimer before this episode. So our recorder did something weird to the audio, so I tried to repair it as best as I could. Sorry, it's a garbled mess. So please try to enjoy it besides that. Yeah, but I heard the last one too was good after you did already that wood sort of cabin. Well, one. Yeah. 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 I single handedly, the reason I wish he was in that movie more is because I love his glasses so much. I was like, that's like, <laughs> when literally, like those tiny glasses for me is like 10 out of 10. It's like 10 out of 10. It's like, I look at that and I'm like, that is the pinnacle of like science fiction costume design in the 2010s. Like, in like this, like in this century so far, like, that is the best thing that has come out of all science fiction costume design. Her his tiny ass little glasses. Because everything else is just leather jackets and shit. Yeah. We, but we haven't really evolved past the Matrix. No, we haven't. Like, the Matrix brought in wild new sunglasses. And then after that, he was just like, no. Yeah. No, back to leather jackets. Yeah. Back to that. Yeah. yeah. Was, that was like peak, peak science fiction costume design was the Matrix. Yeah. And then everything's kind of been the same. Yeah. Dune tries to mix it up. It's got the, it's got the weirdest costumes for sure. But I like it. I appreciate it. Dune? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I forgot to make that my thing. That actually was oh, yeah. exciting. Like, I got really excited. But I did forget how much they did, like Wonder Woman, they relied on the soundtrack, the same song over and over again. It was like twice in the trailer. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot they do do that. It's like the one they do with Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they hit the Wonder Woman theme a lot more than any other hero I mean, that's on camera. Yeah, because out of theme songs, Wonder Woman's probably is like the most. Out of the rest, yeah. yeah I mean, Superman can, and you, they, can, can you hum the new Superman theme song? No, no, no. I just go back to the original. Yeah. I think it's the original. Yeah. Same. Welcome to well-being. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you're feeling a little strange. I'm Theo. I'm an editor, director, and artist of of sorts. <laughs> and I'm Josh. I'm a graphic and motion designer, video editor. I guess I'm an artist too. That's cool. Yeah, I'll go with that. Take it. I'll take oh. it. It's mine now. It's not yours anymore. Oh shit. Fuck. <laughs> uh, and I'm Andy. I'm a writer, producer, and what the hell? I'm also a visionary. Ooh, visionary. Visionary. Shit. Is that what you guys said? Yeah. I was half listening. Damn. Okay, you were coming up with that. Yeah, I was trying to come up with Visionary. Damn. I like that. And just to break uh, traditions yet again, we are uh, in person recording. We're in person again. Yep. Uh, although the last episode that that we didn't come out, the audio was just so fucked. So we listened back. This one sounds good. I should just have some background noise. Yeah. It should be fine. Yeah, it shouldn't be too much. I couldn't hear that chopper last week, so. You guys should be good. Yeah, that's that crazy. Yeah. Whatever compression and shit. Uh, there's a bit of a... Um, oh, because I'm by the freeway. Yeah, but by the freeway. I can... The beauty of song that I can take it out so easily. Or a babbling brook. It could be anything. Ooh, we could put a babbling brook. Make yeah. this really, like, therapeutic and shit as you listen. I dig it. I like it. It is like a podcast about mental health. Could make it therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Or whale sounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we can do whatever the fuck we want. It's true. All right. Well, let's get into it. What, as we're calling it so far, was your spark of inspiration this week? Um, I'll go first. So uh, for me this week, it was the reveal of the Dune Part 2 trailer. So I was like a huge fan of the first Dune. It's like, I love I love the, the book series for Dune. It's like fantastic sci-fi, like peak sci-fi, some of the best ever written. And I love the first movie because Dennis Villeneuve was like, 
a real visionary. I like Andy over here. So <laughs> you don't know that yet. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like he's, he's seriously a visionary director when it comes to like newer like modern sci-fi. And like the first the first part for Doom was fantastic. And the second part looks even cooler already. So especially with these like crazy black and white sequences and stuff, it's gonna oh, be yeah. wild. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be wild. So <laughs> many of some of the better parts of Thorland Thunder. Yeah, yeah, not many yeah. parts of that movie, but there were a few. Yeah. But... There's some few like visual coolness in Thorland Thunder, but nothing like Doom. Uh, I was like Sin City from it. Fair. Oh, yeah, that's true. True, true. With that, with the way they had it the heavily, heavily contrasted like yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, the blue eyes definitely. Yeah, because I gotta see it on the big screen. I need to watch it online first. I watched the trailer on the big screen first. Oh, nice. Lucky. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, Andy, you want me next? I'll go. Um, and since we're sticking with big screens and all that, uh, it's what I was. I was watching the the New Guardians Volume Three. I was out. I know it's a tough watch for a lot of people because all of the emotions of it and also the stuff with. Uh, the animal cruel, cruelty and implied stuff with it. It was still, after watching it for the second time, it's still really great watching it. Um, some emotional roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad I've seen it a third time, probably this week. I got I have the stubs thing where I get like the movies for like, yeah. So I might, I'm off the next two days, so I might just go to the theater <laughs> and just watch it. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, I just thought it was really good. I started rewatching Volume 1 and then I got stuck on volume one and I watched like two or three more times before I could get to volume two. Because I just re- I just forgot how great volume one was. So good. Like, just setting up all the characters. There's no one's really you ever heard of. The actors you know, but you really, really knew with Star Lord and Gamora. And it brings in the Infinity Stone and all that. So it sets up, it sets up a lot sets up a for the universe. It's a really good job of it. So yeah. Really well paced. Nothing like, no, no screen time is really wasted. Um, everyone gets their moment to shine. Yeah. Yeah. Volume one is definitely like fucking. It changed Marvel. Some would say for the worst, um, because the quick because of the jokes, the jokes. Yeah, you know, everybody tried to emulate James Gunn's style of writing after that yeah. point, and he can't. They can't do it. Yeah, we don't need it. Yeah, yeah. we we'll just you can have look at fucking Winter Soldier. Yeah, oh, yeah, perfect. The perfect Marvel movie, arguably, and there's like one joke in it. Two jokes. Well, there's the your left joke, which. Is a joke, but then there's also the like uh there's also the joke of uh Black Widow kissing Captain America and like she was just, like, Oh, public displays of affection make people really uncomfortable and he just looks at her and he's like, Yeah, they do. Like after she kisses him. That was pretty funny. That was a funny joke. That was a good one. But that fucking small joke. It had little jokes. Little like, jokes little 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 they were just jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Iron Man had his fair share, but I think that's more his character. That was more him. That was no juniors. Those jokes only worked because that was all literally just Robert Downey Jr. and not the actual script. Like, like that was he's improvising. Is not everyone need to be Tony Stark. No, no, no. Not everyone be Tony. Not everyone be Star Lord. Yeah, but God knows they're trying to make them all Tony and Star Lord. Yeah, unfortunately. So, see, the new Marvel has has Yeah, I'm not that excited. Fucking great, great, great movie. Yeah, it was really good. Well, I'll watch you a couple more times at the theater. It's like, what, last six movies? One of them got to be a winner, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not been good times for Marvel fans. No. As much as they tried to say otherwise. Yeah, things are just too much out there. There's Disney yeah, Plus. Too much. And there's too much content out there to... Yeah. We'll see. Them. Secret Invasion is next month. Yeah. So, um, it's supposed to be espionage. Yeah, so it's supposed to be espionage. We'll see how... We'll see how they play it. So... I didn't mind G-Hulk. I did not enjoy She-Hulk. No. no. I, I did not. Did 
That was that was the only best part. That was the only good part. But I was so excited about seeing Daredevil that that's all I cared about. Like I could get past the really shitty writing and how literally within like 15 minutes of his debut, he had already like fuck She-Hulk, and it was like all right, cool. Like yeah, it just felt like lazy writing. It was. It was very. It was all very lazy. Yeah, even the ending was felt. Lazy. Ending, oh yeah, I did. Ending, it was like the worst ending to any Marvel ending. The ending. That's including like the original Fantastic Four's. Yeah. The, the ending of that genuinely pissed me off. Like when, I, when it was over, I was actually mad. And then it's like, also, why would you go with a an AI like thing when it's just like you're not you're pun- you're you punching yourself in the worst way? Yeah, it just it didn't work. Like I'm nothing about it. Mean, like you know how like with comics it's usually like Stan Lee or Jack. Yeah, I expected her to actually meet Kevin Feige. I thought that would have been a genuinely funny in joke thing, but then it was just. This, Overly, overly thought out, overly designed, overly written, just AI thing. It's like not good, not a good look. This felt rushed though. Like, spoilers. Yeah, I'm sure you said it. seen it by now. Yeah, but it's also like, hey, let's be the let's be dead, uh, Deadpool to the punch. Uh, being the first Marvel person to yeah, I don't to make a joke in the Disneyverse. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they should. Doesn't break that wall. Let them fourth wall. Yeah, I don't think so. Wrong, yeah. wrong fourth wallers. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Oh, what about me? Yeah. Okay, so mine this week. Uh, this is a shout out to all the PODs out there. Uh, you can see this week, hit me. Um, there's a segment on there called Chast- Chad Stradamus. I'm fucking up insane. Where, you know, it's a show, this is a, a podcast that is run by an AI, and the AI creates segments and all this stuff. And uh, one, this segment has Chad, one of the co hosts, along with Will Sasso, uh, lay out his predictions for AI. And he's been pretty spot on, like almost like I've gone back and I've listened to every episode, and all the stuff he says and all the shit he says about AI has pretty much come true. And so this week he was talking about the writer strike. Um, you know, shout out to all you writers out there, uh, and any of you listening. Mm-hmm. Shout out, stand by you. Yeah, solid support you. Yeah, solid your bag. <laughs> um, but so one of the things in the writers guild is about AI. Studios using AI. And back to She-Hulk. <laughs> yeah, back to She-Hulk. <laughs> and studios have come out and said, like, yeah, we've experimented using AI. Uh, because of course. So, anyways, long story short, the prediction was that writers will get more power by learning how to use AI. Because you have the power of being able to write a script and being able to create worlds and being imaginative, whereas an AI right now has to be fed all that. Whereas if you learn how to speak to the AI, you can then produce your own content. Where the studios will, you know, and, and, and inevitably eat themselves up and will, you know, will have the fall of the studios once again. Um, because AI, they will be using AI to, to generate scripts. You want to read John Hughes' movie? They can make a new John Hughes movie by reading all the John Hughes' scripts, his memoirs, and all that shit. And boom, there you go. You're going to be John Hughes' movie created by AI. I don't know, but I also think the director, though, would. Look at, they, oh, they, they can easily fuck up a John Hughes script. Oh, yeah. Like, ultimately, it comes down to the director and, like, the people that give the performance. Yeah, I, I genuinely don't think that... I think AI will be able to replicate stuff to a degree, but there's still so many factors that an AI won't be able to touch. Oh, yeah. So, definitely. So, uh, but, essentially, studios will get smaller in the writer staff, and you'll be paid shit. Sure. But you'll be getting more power, because if you learn how to speak to an AI, again, you can generate your own content. You can generate whatever the fuck you want based off of your scripts now. So essentially, the power will come back down to the people and the users and stuff like that. It all just depends on how you're going to use AI. Because AI is here, whether we like it or not. But it's just going to be about 
don't know. It kind of it kind of taught me that like I'm not afraid of AI, no matter like how much it, it intrinsically imposes upon like artists and shit like that, or uh, the personality. Because I think in the end, it's the personality, it's the person that will have the power. It's just going to be a weird. There's going to be a lot of things. That was my spark. I don't know. Got me thinking. Could just be that. <laughs> it could be both. It could be both. Yeah. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It could be both. It could be both. <laughs> it just got you to that mindset to accept AI. Yeah. I will never be in that mindset. Fuck AI. I'm 50-50. Like when I ask uh, Siri to do stuff on my phone, I always say thank you just because um, <laughs> if uh, Skynet happens, I, I my phone can hopefully speak up for me and uh, tell the other AIs I'm cool. And if, that counts as 50 per- if that counts as 50%, then I guess I'm 50-50 also, but... In, in the regards of most of the AI that's happening currently, not uh, not Siri or Google, like hey Google and Alexa, like I'm, yeah, I'm very anti, I'm anti-generative AI, we'll say that. That's what I'm anti. Yeah. Like I, I don't, yeah, I don't like it. It's not my thing. So I think we're just, we'll see where AI goes. Yeah. It's, it's very much like, but it's evolving I, and it's here to stay. I think admittedly, I, okay, you know what? Let me rephrase that. I'm not anti-AI. I'm anti-AI, I'm anti-the culture that is AI currently. Because currently, the entire culture of AI is trying to destroy creativity. Like, these are the same guys that, like, were stealing people's artworks to create NFTs, to sell them for as much fucking cash as they could, and then just dip out. Like, it's it's the same people. It's the exact same crowd. It's the same crowd of people. It's a fucking get-rich-quick, Ponzi-ass fucking scheme where they are trying to profit off of other people's work and right now, they've just found a new way to do that. Because that, that's all it is. It's just a new way to profit off people's artwork yeah, and people's hard work. I think much like the NFT, though, it, that's, that market's going to fall. And that's where I feel like AI will eventually probably bottom out, too. It, I think its usefulness is going to be here to stay for certain people. And I think certain people will continue to find uses for it. But I think the industry currently is jumping in the deep end too quickly. Just like, for example, fucking two years ago, Everybody knew VR was it, that it was it was the thing. It was where the world was headed, and we if you didn't jump on, you were going to get left behind. And three days ago, Meta confirmed the Metaverse is dead. It is going <laughs> off fucking line. Yeah, I heard so, that Iger, uh, at Disney released the whole VR team that uh, the other CEO yeah, made. Yeah, it's, it's so done. Disney VR came is, up on VR. And VR is gone. It's out the window. cash and all that stuff is just... Like, Meta is even considering dropping the quest completely. Like, because that's a good consumer VR. I was thought of getting it, but I said I pulled the trigger, but I'm glad I did it. It's because <laughs> it was just a bit Yeah, support for it is about to be gone. It's about to be great. I think that there is a market for VR, and it's not it's not like the future of gaming, but I think it's the the uh, there's a small market for it, and it's a niche market. Yeah, and I but, really hope I I don't know it's gonna take it's gonna take a big game to go because right now we got the, the PlayStation VR two. Yeah, but I, that's the thing is the entry point for it is too steep. A yeah. big game's not going to oh, end because the VR, the, the PlayStation VR 2 is the only, at this point, the only consumer level VR system with real support. Because if Quest is gone, then that's it. It's just PlayStation VR. And the VR 2 is $400. Yeah. And the console for the digital edition is $400. And no one fucking wants a digital edition. Everybody wants a disc edition. That's $500. So that puts you after tax at $1,000 for a PSVR 2 setup. And when their biggest games are just creative things, it's yeah, like, it, which is it's it's cheaper compared to you know the full market yeah. VR, which is your Vive, exactly. But it's, it's still cheaper. But is, that, yeah. That's exactly why there is no market for those. Yeah, there's none. I, I think I don't know. 
So VR's dope, the, the AI's, AI's a wreck, and, and I think we'll, we're in for an interesting future if yeah. the right people we'll make the right moves. We just, just come on, let's just, I'm gonna put that fucking energy out there, like, that's what my mental health mantra is gonna be, is just like, push as much positivity out there as you can for these things. And I think, fair. you know, we could get some dope VR, get some dope AI. That's fair. There's a positive look. Why they so will fuck it up, so they'll find a way. That's why glass half full. <laughs> Don't you worry. Someone will come, mess it up. Alright, let us take our sparks of inspiration from this week. Let's remember them, Doom 2, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, and Duty. And we're gonna use those uh, just to hold on to as we hit our mental health portion. I had to open up my book. <laughs> I wrote down, I have these questions written down prepared. That's smart. <laughs> Alright. First, homework check-ins. I almost forgot the homework check-ins. This is important. Whoa. Okay, I'll go first. Alright. Uh, the therapist reached back out to me. Yay! Yay. Yeah! I did a... I, I first did a long one. No, I did a short one. I did it, like, Monday. I was like, just checking in. And then he sent me, finally, like, yesterday. Sent me an appointment today. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. oh, so you had to work. Yeah. Dang. Well, okay. You, at least you had a short one. Yeah. At least you responded. He was so responded. He's, uh, and you said he's still practicing. Yeah. He's still practicing. He's not dead. Yeah. You don't have to start over with someone new. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I'm not gonna lie. Literally, when he told me he didn't respond. I literally was like, oh no, I hope he wasn't in a car accident. Oh yeah, I know. Right. My thought was like sad. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know if I, I I did have a therapist pass away. It was after I whatever, but I called and I was yeah. like, it's like, hey, this therapist help me. Let me see if I can get him back as my therapist. And I'm like, oh, he passed away. So that's sad. Oh, yeah. Okay, I don't know how to process that. That's some sad shit. Yeah, but at least you got to you got to see him. You had like a small session, right? What? Oh, well, Monday. Monday there was his current number. No. Oh wait, I just said Monday. Yeah, it's a small one. No, no, no. I did a small check. Like a small oh. like, text check. Uh, oh. Hey, check it in. Okay, and he responded. Yeah, he responded. But like, hey, sorry, shit's been great. I don't know why he's responding. <laughs> yeah, he's responding. Yeah. No, like, no respect. Yeah. Yeah. No respect. No respect. This shit just went crazy right now. Whoa. He gets like a martini in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, boom. I'm going to try to set up something for next week. If I get this, I'm still waiting to hear back from this one gig and also from my current job because I got to be like, yo, I need to peace out for like seven days. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, so if I'm on the other gig, I could just be like, yo, I got time, baby. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Andy, your homework was to check in on the new app. Oh. No, work has been crazy the last, like, two weeks. Uh, we've had a lot of back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back, uh, remote shoots, so I haven't had much time for myself to do really anything other than just keep working. And with my new freelance schedule, it's just kind of, like, scattered all, all over the place. Um, I'm hoping I can do it. I do have two days off this week. That leads into a weekend where I'm off, so... I'll have four days to try to uh, get back into sync and figure something out and trying to do all that for that part of my home homework. You got this. So, hey, you got this, bro. Got this, bro. Yeah. It's in the back of my mind. I haven't forgot about it, but... Just focus in. Also, to make it a priority because you want to know what? You're a goddamn priority. Yeah. That you should be number one in this situation. Like, uh, well, you know, first, your obligations to your marriage. Do that, and then prioritize yourself. You know, on the list of everything, it should be you. 
That's right. But I do get very well work when I have it. But I know I have it less than I originally had it, or I took it for granted, or I was really bored and like whatever. But now since I know I'm on like a weird schedule with it and freelance is a full time, now I was like, oh shit, I have to really go to relax me of not caring as much to back to hustler side of me uh, for that thing and trying to do all that because I've uh, got used to the other life of full time for like a couple years so and now it's just competing with everyone else is just hope so hard with all the layoffs from all the other companies so my competition is just getting stacked <laughs> to compete for so well uh, I know jobs and such are important but you have like, that steady you have something steady for now and just utilize those those weekdays uh, for any projects. Just make sure that you don't know, lose sight of also just taking care of yourself in the midst of taking care of the world around you. True, true. Yeah. This is fucking hard. Child life is hard. Child life is hard. Adulting is still hard. Adulting is not hard. <laughs> it just sucks. Yeah. yeah. It sucks real bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking true. Mm -hmm. I wish I had someone to just like, I could pay to just like, take care of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not there. We're no. nowhere near there. No. no. That's what rich people do. Yeah, that's what rich people do. Nah, there's a lot of people fucking take care of. We're capable. We're strong. I'm capable. I just don't want to. You know, it's like. Okay, you got me there. Yeah. It's beginning of you. Did you do your homework? Damn right I did. Yeah. I took a yoga class on Sunday. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. How do you like go? It actually went good. It was okay. I've never actually taken a proper yoga class before. My extent of yoga was um refit. Oh. And I feel like when when me and Brie were like doing refit regularly, that was like the best fucking shape of my life. Like I was never in better shape than that. Like refit was awesome. And we did um it's like an hour and a half yoga class. It was super nice. And it was like the hardest fucking workout I've ever done. Like Jesus, man! Like my knees were fucking dead <laughs> when like it was just yeah, it was crazy. But then the end, like <clears throat> the way that the way that the instructor did it was really nice. Like she started off like kind of easy, just easing like it's like all of this class. So she was easing into like like smaller moves and stuff, and like smaller poses, like basically just teaching us like our rest poses and stuff. And then she got into the more advanced moves, which is where my which where the workout part was. But then she just like kind of like brought it down, and then like by the last like ten minutes, we were all just like laying in complete silence while like this like meditative tones were happening. Like it was just like very like just meant to like take you out of body and stuff for a while to just like not worry about shit. And it was really nice. And it actually did really it actually did take me out of body for a while because like like at one point I just completely like spaced out and it wasn't even like being asleep. I was just like gone dude i was like literally like i was gone from existence <laughs> and then like fucking just like shoved back into my body when she spoke and i was like oh damn it was like crazy. <laughs> yeah it was, it was fucking crazy man but no it was good it was really good um it's every sunday and it was like 11 bucks oh, oh yeah, so it's super oh. cheap so we're gonna start doing that pretty regularly this is like it's a good workout it's good for your mental state and it's like super cheap so nice also she had free tea and snacks and that was nice. Plus, Ooh, yeah. dude that's what i buried the lead yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had man tea and free tea and snacks yeah. <laughs> my only yoga experience i think it's the same one that we have so it's martin luther king day that becomes important for some reason okay okay uh, oh, yeah. Andy and I were working for a prominent voice actor at the time. And, yeah. and essentially, our jobs were to 
he tells us to film or tells me to edit, and yeah, we do. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> film, we edit. Yeah, it's, it, it's weird. He just, and so we go to, it is, should I say the, no, I should I just somewhere in LA? It's a, it's a, it's a downtown LA yoga studio. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and they do, it's in the basement. They turn off all the lights. So immediately, our jobs are just moved. Yeah, out the window. Yeah. yeah. So because so I can't the light. Yeah. yeah. The light. Yeah. You're fucked. Yeah. And then she begins the yoga session. And it starts probably as yours did with nice light and stuff like yeah. that. Then it got intense. She was just like yelling because it turns out she does a special Martin Luther King Day yoga session. That is a hot yoga, like intense. Andy and I are not participating in the yoga. We're not doing the yoga. We're just there filming shit and the best way the little piece of light that the camera would accept and try to capture something other than just voice and darkness. And she is just going like and yelling, like really yelling at the the people taking the yoga class. Well, she's shouting instructions of poses while also reading "I Have a Dream" speech. That's right. That's she was reading the whole that's, that's speech. Kind of, the way you were describing that's kind of what I was yeah. expecting. She had the whole speech yelling it. This sounds like fucking pure chaos. Yeah, she didn't play the play it. She read it herself. Yeah. And it'd be like, okay, now uh, bending crane forward. And then, you know, what kind of, you know, yeah, you can't even do, yeah, do, do shit. And then she's just going on and yelling. And uh, and eventually, like, the, the memes times happen, which, if you don't know what memes is, that's this. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Yeah, sleep. Yeah, down period. Yeah, you're having your out of body experience. Yeah. Like, so Andy and I, we don't know yoga. Yeah. So we're just like all of a sudden, we're just like, oh, we're going to sleep now. It's meanies time. <laughs> but then that meanies time lasted a long time with a huge speech about Martin Luther King. Fucking incredible. I could not have. I could yeah. not. I could not have had meanies time. Yeah. We were locked in the basement, doors closed, lights off, sweating it like the heater was full blast. With our gear on, trying to record stuff. It sounds terrible. Like, we were in our normal street clothes, like jeans, a sweater, because we were outside. So, like, everyone else was in yoga clothes, so it was a little better for their heat, for the heat and all that. But we were just fucking drenched in sweat. Like, it was like a two hour session. We'll go and do a nice yeah. class. I haven't had regular yoga except for that hot yoga. I had a sound bath a couple times. But yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll do a nice relaxing yoga. She even, she even provides like blocks and like mats and stuff. Like, you don't have to do shit. You just oh, that's come, good. You come in the right clothes and like, that's it. Like, it's nice. Yeah, so, no, it, it was an intense, intense yoga. Sounds, but they have wines, they have raw vegan food. Yeah. Um, which is uh, an experience. Not, it's yeah. raw vegan food, just like uncooked vegetables. Yeah, kind of, but also she was the main cook. So we had to wait till she was finished uh, with downstairs cleaning up. Then her got dressed, and then she would cook the food. So yeah. that took like another, yeah, cook prep. prep. So wait, and it took like another hour, an hour and a half of not eating anything. Sounds. And then you get Robbie. And then we had Robbie get food. And I was like, I just want to go home. And the whole time, we're just like, we're, just like, we're told to record just people hanging out, talking. Yeah, like, there's no really big point. I was like, okay, we could have done this like 30 minutes of film, and then we could just recycle the footage. It's fine. But no, we had to wait for her to and set up cook, see her cook. With these videos, too. I don't know. I don't know, because sometimes I didn't edit some stuff. I got stuck editing a lot of it. Okay. I was stuck editing a lot of videos. Yeah, after I pieced out. That sounds... Yeah. No, I edited a lot, a lot of them. They're still being used today. I see them on the, on socials pop up. I was like, oh, I, I did that one. <laughs> I think the... I uh, felt I edited that. I think the moral of the story is I did my homework. 
You did your homework. You did. You did it and you published. Yeah. I'll like video. My homework. Yeah. I didn't like follow along videos and shit like that and I was dying. Yeah, no. It's it's actually, I think if you have someone to lead you, it's probably a little easier. And like, because like, sometimes some of that shit's really hard and like, you're just not getting it and they're just like, he's kind of, fix this real quick and just get it right. You're like, oh, I get this now. You're like, okay. I understand what I was doing wrong here. Yeah. So, no, it was good. I definitely recommend it. That's all my homework, so all right, here we go. <laughs> this is a lot. This is a meandering. This is, we got, we yeah, got to do a lot. We're kind of wandering around in this episode a lot. So, that was one of our first That's true. We talked too much. Yeah, but we haven't seen each other in a while. Yeah. And, you know, we get, we get the times that we do. Mm-hmm. All right. This is a back to back question. Okay. Who's going to take it first? What was the question? You want the question first? <laughs> yeah, and then the question first. <laughs> what were the most important things you made happen this year? And what did you do this year that you regret? Yeah. Have you considered this, this question? Have I considered this question? Yeah. I was thinking about it as I was writing them down, because I, I didn't have too much prep time uh, this week, unfortunately. So I would say, uh, I'm going to look at the question again. Yeah, because I'm going to reread it. Just yeah, rephrase the question for us all. What were the most important things you made happen this year? That, for me, was I've consistently done my art streams and I've consistently put out art um, whether that art is going public or not I'm still putting out art and that to me is something I can say that like, is very important to me um, you know I try to make a promise like I've missed a few you know some Sundays and stuff like that but my output of art has, has been steady um, and what did I do this year that I regret uh, a lot of it is just wasting a lot of time I've been in this uh, existential boredom for I don't know how long, and it's it's tough. Uh, coupled with the fibromyalgia, which just is the chronic pain and stuff like that. Uh, it's trying to get comfortable, or even convincing myself that I am comfortable enough to do something like say, uh, play a video game, watch a movie, uh, watch a TV show. You know, like those are like. Not they're lazy things, but they're things that, like, in my existential world, I've just done nothing. You know, uh, I have created some stuff, and there's pockets of creation here and there, and I am proud of the work that I do when it does happen. But uh, a lot of waste of time. I think, so I think I'll go first, and I guess my answer you're in second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go second then. I think they'll be through the Yeah, you did. <laughs> but um, I think my answers are probably going to be fairly similar to that. Um, as far as regret goes, it's definitely like wasting time. Like I know I've wasted a lot of time, but my time wasting, I think that's where we differ. And I'll, I'll get to the main reason for that in a second, but I think my wasting time is literally just dead air. It's like, I like almost just space out and I just do absolutely nothing in that time. It's like, there will be, I'll have no work. I won't be doing anything of note whatsoever. And like three hours will pass and then like nothing. You know, I'll have entire days where it's, I've accomplished literally nothing. Like, I, the only thing I've accomplished is I've gotten out of bed and gotten dressed. Like, that's it. And those are the days where it's like, I know I've wasted time. But to your, to your point, to a degree, I feel like, um, one of the things, I guess I'm, you said it was like accomplishments, right? Like something you're proud, you're proud that you've accomplished? Yeah. Or consistently achieved or something? No, this is, uh, uh, most important thing that you made. Okay. So your regret to, is, to, is, yeah, my regret is wasting time. To answer that question accurately, I would say I don't think I've made anything 
happened yet that fits that bill. But I would say, in a way, I am like proud of the fact that, it, and this is going to sound really weird after hearing what you just said, I am proud of the fact that I am like watching more movies and playing more games and like doing more stuff that makes me happy because in the past, I've kind of shut that stuff out a little bit more and like I haven't had time for it. But now I, I have more time for that stuff and it makes me happy and it does kind of move me forward in different ways. And I, I do find happiness in that stuff. So, yeah. Like, I, to, to answer the question accurately, like, I don't think I've made anything happen yet that fits that bill. Like, I, I think I'm getting close to that, but I don't think I've done anything yet this year that fits that bill. It's, it's been a hell of a year. So, <laughs> I don't know. You seem to be, at least in my opinion, in like, our conversations outside the podcast. Definitely. Wait, you guys talk outside the podcast? Talk like you every day. Literally, yeah. Yeah. That we just only talk once a week for an hour. But like, yeah, like you're manifesting a lot right now. Like you, you put out your, your uh, we talked about it, the fan case. Um, you are getting a bunch of like work and stuff like that. And, and I think you as a as a brand is getting recognized. Yeah. Out there. Yeah, it's, it's getting better. I think the year's getting better, which is good. Sort of. We'll see. We'll see which direction it goes. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's that's my answer to those questions. So. That's all. Andy? Okay. Well, I have two different sets of answers because initially when you asked a question, my brain went to masking things with comedy. Like how I usually think of stuff is instead of dealing with the real things, I just try to find a joke of it to try to make me smile, laugh at least to whatever things happening. So my initial response when you asked it was uh, something I was proud that I accomplished was getting prime promotion. And then the thing I regret was getting my promotion <laughs> because I got laid off three months later after I got promoted. So <laughs> because of my race and everything. Uh, oh, so my first one is the same for both. <laughs> my greatest accomplishment is my biggest regret. For that end, okay. well, on that I think uh, accomplishments more is uh, trying to be more vocal, to speak up more to friends, family, to my wife, to try to be more open as I said I just kind of closed off and just kind of stick to my own thing and just kind of uh not speak up as much at work I spoke up more I started leading meetings um so I helped more with my confidence in speaking in public and in front of groups um so I started using that so I felt that was a good accomplishment from before where I was just shy away from speaking or if someone's like hey do you want to run a meeting I was like no you got this I, I'll just take notes or sit back don't worry about it but um it's so it's an accomplishment in growth and stuff like personally yeah. like very much so yeah so that's my not joke answer for that one <laughs> um then i think similar to yours the was uh regrets not other than using it for work is not doing too much else with it at times where i'm just like oh just stay home not do anything so it is at times where my comfort zone is just to stay home do the same thing i used then my routine i built for myself uh then just trying to break the norm so i'm trying to still break from the thing routines i made for myself and everything else so i'm still trying to do that i think just trying to be creative will help me break out of that like the normal things i do so do something different so the time i do have off from work i should be more productive than just sit on the couch and just go through a guardians marathon <laughs> um i just just start writing something just to write well maybe not enough for the writer's strike uh or with you uh but just find something just for to be more creative and open that side of me more up because this podcast helps it's been helping with that but Good. Break into that more. Dive deeper into that. You know, like you, like you, you, you have a curiosity now about this creativity, so you can just 
use it like a, a, a ballistics missile. Shoot out a bunch of fuel at the same time. I recommend, I have a, uh, this is an A4 size, would you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe A4. We've got an A4 size gridded um, uh, book. They're not Amazon, like 13 bucks. Midori is the brand, I think. Uh, but I use it. My left side is my journaling, uh, or if any idea strikes me, fucking jot that shit down. This thing is, I, I don't keep it. I used to keep it on the chain, <laughs> figuratively speaking, where it always had to be next to me, but now I kind of go, I let myself fall to it. And then my right side of the page is a jewels, a sketch of, so maybe finding your, just busting out a regular notebook, busting out something, but uh, I had to train myself to make it important, originally. I, I kind of was just like, yeah, this thing has to be, but my, my, my like, it, it needs to be next to me. And for like, I think a month, I was just like, boom. I even was like taking cast off. I even ordered a fucking leash belt. So for cast, so that way I could just put my belt on and just let her whatever. And I could just fucking journal and and and, and draw. It was not practical, but it was practical. Makes sense. Yeah. It's practically impractical. To save context with people, uh, Cass is his dog, not a child. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so don't worry, he's not having a child on his uh, belt buckle. Just he's running around with Disneyland parents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's something food for thought. Okay. Cool. To do something, yeah. Do something like that. I think it helps you to make it something that, like, in a way is, like, meaningful to you and, like, has value to you. Like, make it, like, a nice notebook. Like, something that, like, you, if you yeah. operate. That. Yeah, if you operate. I think that, you do. You do. I know you do. I do like the nice things. Yeah, I know. That's why I said that. That's why I, that's why I added that. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I, know, I know how you think and yeah. I know how, like, nice things are important. Just like they are to me. It's like, I, yeah. I have the same. I have a journal team. Mine's, mine's a, a one-piece edition Hobonichi Teko from Japan. <laughs> and it's, like, it's fantastic. I love it. And I usually have it with me most places, and I like write letters and stuff in it. And, you know, I'll doodle it in. Like, I'll, if I'm feeling it, especially creative, I'll like draw like what I had for dinner or something. It's like that's you know, yeah. So I think that would, that would help you make it something nice, like a nice bowl scheme or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey, Cass, do you hear what we're talking about you? <laughs> He's like, yeah. So the homework for you, Josh, is to when you were in that that no space zone or whatever you want to call it, the dead zone, the dead zone. Explore that a little bit. And just be mindful of it. You don't have to be mindful of it in the moment, okay. but definitely after it, kind of explore, you know, for all you know, you were thinking of, of there was actual thoughts there, or there was something that you just didn't notice, but you were just so out of it. Um, so just explore that after the fact. Cool. Yeah. And let's get into some world building. Yeah. So before we start the timer, a quick recap on last week. It was have access to a matter creating machine. Everyone gets a food synth. Uh, mm-hmm. Everyone gets a home. Mm-hmm. I just have something called currency part two. I think we were. Okay. I think we're still talking about currency. We were still talking level. about currency. We were actually. I think it was very. It was very much a do we don't we. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to currency. Uh, ghost and shit. Ooh, oh, yeah, we were talking about like super ghosts and ultra ghosts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scientist. Yeah. Uh, I wrote matter synth again. Vending machines. Yeah, vending machines are vending machines. Yeah, yeah, instead of currency trade skills. Yeah, that's right. We, uh, we didn't have currency, we went and said for like a bartering system. Yeah, we like with skills plus Madison. Yeah. yeah. So the vending, the, essentially, people could use their creative skills 
and put them into the vending, into the Madison sizing vending machines mm-hmm. so that you could get essentially their custom items and stuff. Okay, in a way, it worked like an Etsy. Yeah, exactly. Like a matter synthesizing Etsy. Like you upload the blueprints for that matter yeah. into the machine. And then if you want to go fucking crazy with it and you want someone to actually make you a physical one instead of out of the matter synthesizer, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you, you can hire them, give them you know, extra by offering them what you offer, like yeah. offering them the skill that you offer. Or, Offering you plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and I guess I'll get you your kids. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, par- the paranormal shit is pretty cool because then you're like, there's parascience, there's um, super ghosts, which is like a, like a story that I definitely think you should explore. Yeah. Yeah, so if, if a ghost dies, they become a super ghost. And then if a super ghost dies, they become an ultra ghost. So it's like, and then we talked about it, it's like Goku. Yeah, and like yeah, basically yeah. all of Dragon Ball is just about Go- like Goku has only actually died once. Yeah. And he just he's a, he's been a ghost this entire time. <laughs> okay, I think we have to recap. I think we'll recap now. Okay. We'll recap. So let's start the timer for ten minutes. We start. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Go for it. Time to start. Time started. All right. So what should we explore this time? We've done currency. We've done housing. We've done trading. We've done the guilds. We've done moons. We've done space exploration. Okay, so do we have, like, how do cities and towns and, and stuff work? Because do we have major capitals? Why do we have major capitals? Um, I think we do have major capitals, but I think that instead of, like, major capitals, they're basically just, like, we'll say, well, okay, instead of major capitals, they're, like, capital cities. And essentially, capital cities are trade hubs. Okay, so they're, like, everyone from everyone, like, kind of gathers and like yeah. well, or, or you know or whatever it kind of works like how art clicks work now right sort well, sort of because yeah. like you know, you know yeah it's like it's like a giant art market but it's like but you're trading like skills and stuff you're meeting people right. it's like it's like essentially they're they're hubs of commerce in more ways than just like skills and stuff like you're also trading things socially like you're making friends you're meeting people it's like okay. We'll say like, like sharing ideas. Yeah, sharing ideas. Like, like, like if you want to live out in the, the boonies, you can live out in the boonies. Yeah, like you can have like your peace and prosperity. Like you can opt to you know live out in the wild, kind of build your residence out there if you want that peace. But at the same time, like you also have full access to the capital cities to like be that hub essentially. Okay. Yeah. Like, so it's, so it's creating because because we as people are always moving forward and always evolving and always kind of like yeah like. Yeah, thought for thought. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. I think the important thing to remember is we're creating a society, and the key part of society is being social. So, so yeah, okay, yeah. So, so, so it, it just so happens that it's just like, ah, I was pen pal with this person over here. Let's meet in the middle. Let's meet in the capital. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's like, oh, like, we're going to have a coffee. And, exactly. We're going to have a coffee. We'll hang out. We'll meet. We'll share ideas. Maybe we'll fall in love. Who fucking knows? You know? Yeah. And then you, get, then you get out of there. Just like in real life for me. Just I spend as much time in the city as I need to, and then I come back to the suburbs. Exactly. <laughs> I live my suburb life. Now, here's, you know what? This actually is a good segue. That was a, a pretty easy, pretty easy answer now. Next question. Transportation. What are we doing about transportation? How are they getting there? Are we going like crazy vans and there's like teleportation? Are there vehicles? I like vehicles. I like whatever a utopian vehicle is. So like, like an ultra vehicle. <laughs> yeah, like are we go? Do we have flying cars? I mean, we could because I think we have all like flying cars, teleportation, uh, like all train vehicles. Like it just ups- it depends on the person, like, how they have their like. Transportation is like not a problem. So we have yeah. like, we have like a bullet train that goes from like the suburbs to the fucking city. Yeah, you know, 
very <laughs> in a lot of ways we're building we're building a near Japanese like we're basically building a Japanese society at this point it's kind of funny but yeah no I think I think having all of them is a good option we have bullet trains for people that don't want to drive we have cars obviously all we'll say electric but using like some form of electricity that's not quite lithium ion something that's still something sustainable something more sustainable I've always thought that Okay, you know what? No, let's get into this real fast. I've always had this insane idea for like essentially like like self-powered cars that uses like magnetism. Okay. And I've always wanted to. I guess I'm like one of those weird writers who like I'm gonna create the technology first and then write a story around it. But like I've had this idea where it's essentially it's a wheel, but instead of actually being a wheel, you think of like think of like a ball, mm-hmm. and the ball's like coated in rubber, but the actual ball itself is like like a larger more like iron ball. Think like a good pe- the, the ball of an old computer mouse. Okay. And you have like a magnet system, like a like a maglev system essentially, that moves around the top portion of the ball based on which direction you need to go. So if you're going forward, you've got magnets on, on the balls themselves that move to the front. Yeah, like the, the polar opposite. Yeah, the polar opposite essentially. And then what that's doing is then like the ball starts to roll towards the magnets. And then if you're stopping, you can stop gradually and they'll move forward. If you have to do a complete stop really quickly, they'll move to the back and then move to the top. And it's like like a, like a magnetism, a magnet, magnet-based movement system, essentially. Because at that point, you're not relying on lithium ion, which is combustible yeah, and also bad for the environment. You're not relying on you know anything outside of a naturally occurring electrical thing that happens within the Earth. So, or in this case, whatever our planet's name is. Which I, dig, I dig the magnet system. Yeah. I dig that. Yeah, and at the same time, you can also utilize that same magnetism system with the roads for the floating cars, also. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Just around and then you know couple that with magic, then you're set. You're, you're fucking set. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The whole time I was explaining this magnetism system for the cars, I forgot we just had magic in our world. Yeah, but, but I, mean, I like the magic. I like the magnet system still. Like no, 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 no. Everyone's yeah. really yeah. just everything yeah. is coupled with like magic is just essentially uh, like a computing system at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And how, how do you use it? I mean, you, you can use magic however the fuck you want, to, but, you know, in a technological sense, we're like fucking, like, sure. you know, yeah. fucking wandy shit. That's true. Into, it's true. Yeah. So, man, we're on a roll today, so we got um, transportation. That's pretty sad. And then, you know, we have suburbs, we have cities, we have towns, like whatever have you, because, you know, let's just imagine that we have capitals are built off of old capitals. You know, from the old societies mm-hmm. and saying the elks and the wolves fucking horse and all that shit around each other or whatever. You know. Yeah. Or wait, no, we established that they were basically aliens. All the fantasy races oh, were kind of aliens. fantasy all, all the aliens? That's not that's, that's what we did. We established that the elves were basically aliens from early space exploration. Okay. They're, like it was like a Star Trek scenario when they met the, the Vulcans. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, dig it. Yeah. Dig it. Yeah, so like humans still exist in this world, and then all the fantasy races were essentially aliens that we met through our like shared space exploration. Like Star Trek, Mass Effect is a good a good comparison, like stuff like that. Alright, dig it. So then the alien races and stuff like that were like, what's it do? We're gonna go settle on the other planet. Yeah, they came to on our planet, they made our helped make our planet a hub and helped kind of push us forward. I kinda dig that, but I also kinda dig that all the races started on this planet. Kind of as ancient civilizations were are aliens, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not until the, the you know the fingers sort of touch, so to speak, space exploration really wise that they all came together. That they all came. That we all really came together. Okay. So like they were at war for a while. Yeah, and, and then, then it's like this realization of just like oh shit, there's something bigger than 
than our planet out there. It's okay. our universe because we are all of the universe. Okay, so what's the what is what is the event that created that chain reaction? What was that spark? Like in Star Trek, it was the creation of the warp drive, which then led the Vulcans to humans, which forced like forced this massive upgrade in technological advancement. Like what is the like in the Orville, it's the matter synthesizer. What is the what did it for us? What was our spark? I think our spark is something legendary, something that we've yet to explore, something to the effect of uh, Aragorn taking on the fucking crown. Okay. You know, leading the age of man, whatever that means. Wow. So, you know, wait, so did, did our race have like this crazy ancient evil that kept us apart that when we defeated him, we came together? Dude. Like maybe we just I got dude, that maybe this world discovered the Higgs boson and that was the secret weapon of defeating Sauron? Maybe. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, because, you know, we, we've talked about that we had to have a past yeah. before we had that, you know, before we have this, this, you know, this unity. Sure. So I think that there can be a big event, like there is a, a, a crowning of coming of a king or a, a legendary, like, Arthurian figure. Okay. And that was a chain, that was a spark that, like, lit the fire in our technological advancement as well. Looks like our time is up. Damn. All right. Well, that one. Looked at, looked at the yeah, that was, that was, that was a good I was like, I got it. That was a good ending. <laughs> All right. Here. All right. I got it. Thank you. That was a good ending. We covered a lot of ground this time. Yeah. Yeah, we covered a lot of ground. Put it up for next thing only to talk about. I'm not bringing this up this week. Back. Oh, you're bringing it up this week? Yeah. Right. Maybe, uh, maybe, next, maybe next week I'll take notes. Okay. Next week I'll take the notes so you can... Because I know I, I noticed you were over there. You are mostly writing, so you couldn't really get in on the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, man. I'll, um, I'll take notes next week so we have... Oh yeah, okay. yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's good. So thank you for joining us this week on another well-being as we explore our minds and explore worlds. Yeah, what you said. <laughs> so yeah, uh, where can people find you, Josh? Uh, you can find me on pretty much all the social medias at Fearhead, P H E A R H E A D, and uh, yeah, on my website, Fearhead.com. Oh, yeah. yeah, Andy, where can people find you? Uh, I can find me on the streets, just hanging out and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Fucking visionary, man. Uh, also on, on Twitter, uh, you can find me at, uh, at randrewsandoval, and on uh, Instagram uh, under im underscore Andy Sandoval. Yeah. Um, you can find me mostly on Instagram at Theo underscore Ripper. Also, other social platforms is Theo Ripper. I'm sure if you scout the internet for Theodoric Ripper or Theodoric Cardinus, you'll find me everywhere. <laughs> but mostly, Sundays at 11.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, I am on Twitch, streaming art, getting high, uh, listening to tunes. I've done, so far, uh, I'm on my second piece of ish that has, that this show has inspired. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing stuff in the world. Um, I need to kind of figure out fashion and shit like that. But, you know, I'm exploring. Draw Super Ghost next. I should draw a Super Ghost. That'll even, yeah. You know? So find out what that looks like. Uh, just come in, remind me on streams, draw a Super Ghost, and I guarantee that will draw a Super Ghost. So that's Sundays, 11.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Twitch.tv forward slash Theo Ripper. Hashtag draw Super Ghost. <laughs> that's a good one. Peace out, Fulios. Thanks for listening. All right, everyone, be well. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you're feeling a little strange.